So you have in front of you, this is a Sicha. It's not printed in Lakudai Sichas, but it's a Sicha of Al-Babach It's from the set of Svarim called Hisvadius, which is, they wrote down all the things the Rebbe used to say by the Fabregans. And in Chelek Mem, in the 40th volume, this is something the Rebbe said in this Sichas I think it's very fascinating. And I think it's it's very connected to a lot of concepts in Breslov. The Rebbe says like this, Haschalos Parshaseinu, he... The beginning of our parsha is Hashem Hashem spoke to Moshe, saying, tell Aaron to light the menorah, to prepare and light the candle." Ubagdama, so the Rebbe says as an introduction, There are many elements to the the menorah itself. The first thing is asiyas menorah, right? In the process of lighting the menorah, the first thing that took place was making the menorah. And we find something very unique, Shemoshin Eskashaba, that the making of the Menorah, there was a confusion, Kaviyochom, there was a confusion, so to speak, by Moshe Rabbeinu. The Pasuk says, This is the Menorah. What do you mean, this? That Hashem had to point the Menorah, point to the Menorah, this is the Menorah, because Moshe Rabbeinu had a hard time in the creation of it. To the point where there's an opinion in the Medrash that there's an opinion that Moshe Rabbeinu was, had such a difficult time making the menorah that Hashem said, just throw the gold in the fire and I'll make it, it'll come out on its own. So, we don't find this with any other kalim that Moshe Rabbeinu had a difficult time understanding it. It already goes to show you that there's an element of the menorah that's not necessarily connected to Moshe Rabbeinu as much. And we'll talk more about this later on. This is the making of the menorah. That's step number one. Step number two. Every day, there's the avoid of cleaning out the menorah, cleaning out the old oil, the wicks, filling it with new oil. That's the second step. And then you're finally ready to get to the third and final step, which is lighting the menorah. Our parsha begins with Hashem telling Moshe to tell Aaron, What mitzvah is that referring to? Our parsha is dealing with the third and final step, the obligation of Aaron to light the menorah. When Moshe Rabbeinu tells Aaron, to the obligation to light the menorah, to light the menorah, by the way, it means that the you should light it in such a way that the fire sort of goes up on its own. The 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 Rashi brings down that Aaron was upset by it, that his that the Levi was not included in the parsha the Nesim in the last week's parsha, and Hashem had to tell Aaron that that what you have is greater. That your mitzvah of menorah is greater than what the Nesim brought. So this week's parish is dealing with the mitzvah of lighting the menorah, which is specifically for Aaron Hakoyim. Vihine, Amru Chazal. Now this is where the Rebbe makes an interesting point. Chazal tell us that if a person wants chachma, you should go to the south. What that means is not for now, but what's the connection between chachma and the south? So the Gemara says, Menorah Bedarim. The Menorah is in the south, meaning the Menorah is connected to Chachma. Shem Menorah Kshurim in Chachma, Torah. 
the menorah is very much connected to Torah. Right? Torah is R, right? Torah is a light. That the menorah is connected to Torah. Which is the Chachma of Hashem. So the menorah is connected to Chachma. Now here's the question. <clears throat> if the vessel in the Beis Hamikdash that's connected to Torah is the menorah itself, so now we have a very obvious question, which is, if I were to ask you who is connected to Torah, who's the one person in the history of the world that's Torah, it's Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Emes Veserosa Yemes. So if the menorah is connected to Torah, Moshe will keep a Torah Messina, Moshe Yeshua, Zichur Torah Moshe, the kasha is, <clears throat> if the menorah is, is connected to Torah, then why is Moshe not the one lighting it? If anyone would light the menorah, which is connected to spreading Torah seemingly, then it should be a mitzvah connected to Moshe Rabbeinu. But not only is it given over to Aaron, but Moshe Rabbeinu himself has a hard time making the menorah. So says the Rebbe, I don't understand, what's the connection to Aaron? It should be that the mitzvah is given to Moshe Rabbeinu. That's the Rebbe's kasha. So he says in Ois Gimel, He says, to understand this, let's give a quick introduction. The menorah has two things. There's the ner, which is the candle itself, the wicks, the oil, and then there's or the light that emanates from that candle. So the candle, the ner, is the vessel, and then the or emanates from that light. Now, in general, that means that there's two elements. There's the ner and the or. Now, in Judaism, as a whole, there's two nekudas. There's ner mitzvah v'tayra or. There's the mitzvah, which is the ner, and Torah, which is or. So ner and or are two distinct elements. There's the ves- the, vehic- the vessel, and there's the result. There's what emanates. There's ner, which is the shemen, the kli, the psila, and then there's the or, the light that comes off it. That's meramez. That alludes to the two elements that we have of positive commandments, which is mitzvah and Torah. Omnam. But it's more than that. The Rebbe says, this, it's true that there's two elements to the positive uh, facet of Yiddishkeit, which is Ner and Or, which is Torah and Mitzvahs. But within Torah itself, there's a Ner and there's an Or, meaning... Within Torah itself, there's two different elements to Torah. Now, what are those two elements of Torah? There's Ner and there's Ar. So there's Torah, that's a Ner, and Torah, which is Ar. So what does this mean? So it says the Rebbe like this, in Dalit. Right? Aaron HaKoyen is commanded to light the Menorah. What does that mean? So he says like this. Torah itself, there's a ner of Torah, which is the candle, and then there's ar of Torah. What does that mean? It says the Rebbe like this: Keshem shebener kipshutoi, yocholio sheyeshna metzias haner, v'afopikin en haner dialog. He says the same way you could have a candle that exists without it being lit, without it being on fire. So too, there's an element of Torah which is a Torah of a ner. That a person could learn Torah, but it's not on fire. 
it's not with passion. It doesn't change you as a person. It's not connecting you to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's Taira, but it's a nair. It's a candle. It's dead. The Rebbe says, When it comes to Taira, There's a possibility that a person has, That a person learns Taira, and he understands Taira. But the Torah is not on fire. The Torah is not lighting up his life. The Torah is not changing who he is. The Torah is not a part of him. That he's a very, very big Tamachachim. But he's the same immature person. He's the same small person. He's the same not nice person that he was before Torah. And not only is this Torah not strong enough, not on fire enough to light others, you could have a Torah of a Ner. You could have a dead Torah. Where the Torah is not affecting, it's not changing who he is. As Baal Shem Tov once said about some of his students, they're candles, but they're not lit candles. And now our objective is to light them. And based on this, the previous there was a certain Jew who was learning Torah all day and all night. But, right, you know, a bucky, very sharp. The Friedrich Rebbe said, it's not enough for you to learn Torah, the Torah has to, has to learn you, the Torah has to teach you. It's not enough for you to teach Torah, the Torah has to teach you. But the Torah has to be on fire. That it's not enough to have a Torah of a Ner, you have to have a Torah's Ur. In the beginning of this is Parsha, when Hashem is commanding to light the candles, what this means is what Hashem is telling us that it's not enough to have a candle, it's not enough to have Torah. The Torah has to be on fire. The Torah has to be on fire. The Torah has to be a living, breathing organism. The Torah has to change who you are. The Torah has to be passionate. So he says, It's not enough just to learn Torah. The Torah has to be lit. It has to be on fire. A lit up Torah. An enlightened Torah, a passionate Torah. And it's not just enough for the Torah to be passionate on fire enough to, to, to change who you are. It has to affect others, it has to teach others, it has to, to be that the Torah that you're learning is with so much excitement and so much so much devakis to Hashem that people around you are changing. The same way a candle spreads light, your Torah also has to spread light. So, so Hakadosh Baruch Hu, this is when he's telling the mitzvah of In essence, what he's telling is that there's a mitzvah to have someone's Torah affect him, to have Torah, someone's Torah to be on fire. The question is, how do you do that? What is the necessary ingredient to have your Torah be on fire? Now, the Rebbe started off by saying that that mitzvah of lighting the menorah, which means to 
have your Torah be passionate, to be excited. That was given to Aaron Akoyim. So the question is, what do you need in order for your Torah to be, to be on fire, to be with passion? And why is it that Aaron Akoyim is the person who is the most, uh, you know, suited for that job? So the Rebbe says like this in Oishei, in order for a Jew to light up the Neiris, to tire the Neiris are, you know what you need? You need to daven. Rabbi Nachman famously said that your Torah has to be turned into a Tefillah and your Tefillah has to be turned into a Torah. In order for your Torah to change who you are, you have to daven, which is something that in a lot of times in yeshivas, it's that the Torah and Tefillah are two separate things, and Torah is the emphasis, and Tefillah is not the emphasis. That's incorrect. You need to daven. The more you daven, the more you learn Torah in a way of davening, the more your Torah will be on fire. What does it mean to daven? So he says, Or haner, the Rebbe says, how do you make fire? Right? How do you take a candle? How do you make fire? Nasidi kilyain Hashem and vapsila. What happens when you light a candle is that it consumes, it breaks down the fuel, it takes the oil, it takes the wax, and it consumes it, and it generates heat with that consumption, with that breaking down. The more fuel it breaks down, the more fuel it consumes, the greater the fire. Which means... That in order for a Jew to have Torah, which is on fire, you have to have a breaking down. You see, Torah, the nature of Torah, is that it's ego-driven. Naturally, it's how much you learn, how much you know. What do you think? Tefillah is the opposite. Tefillah is by nature humbling. The essence of Tefillah is recognizing what you don't have. And asking Hashem for it. In order for a light to be stronger, it has to break down fuel. So too, in order for a Torah to grow within a person, you have to break down the self. There has to be a breaking down. There has to be that ego which is destroyed. You have to recognize what you don't know. Even when you're learning, it has to be with that level of humility. The Rebbe says, "Inyan kiloyin Hashem and vapsila ba'voidu who bitol achomrius ayeshes vamitzias to break down the ego, to break down the self." Zeu inyan avedis hatfila, and that's what tfila is. You see, you could have Torah, but in order for the Torah to be on fire, you have to have tfila. Shabbat sarchlis boyne begadlus akel b'shivus adam. Whole inyan tfila is thinking about the greatness of Hashem and the weakness of man and the weakness of what we what we're not capable of. And what the Torah is telling us, that you could be a Lamda, and you could be a Baki, and you could be a big Tamil Chacham. But you have to know what you don't know. And to be happy that you're able to ask Hashem for help. Well, in and of Tefillah is recognizing that you need help, and then how lucky you are that you get to ask for help. The more you feel that you break down that ego, therefore the more you daven, and the more you 
instill that element of davening into your life, then the more davening, the more your davening will change you. You know, the Gemara says, right? The Gemara says that the Torah is not in heaven. Now that means on a simple level, halachically, it means that we don't listen to, to angels and we won't listen to prophets who change halacha. But the Gemara says, you know what it means? Torah is not in heaven. You don't find Torah by someone who, who expands their ego like the heavens. So he says like this in Oizvav. Now we could begin to understand why this mitzvah was given dafka to Aaron. You see, if Moshe Rabbeinu is Torah, Aaron is Tefillah. And it's not because Moshe Rabbeinu didn't daven. Of course he davened. But that wasn't his focus. You see, Moshe Rabbeinu, as a human being... You have to like you have to have a lacking of self to yearn. Moshe Rabbeinu's focus was not davening; his focus was Torah. He explains. The Rebbe explains. It's a very deep Indian. Now we understand why Aaron is the one who lights the menorah, even though menorah is connected to Torah. But if you want not to have Torah, but if you want to have Torah that's that's on fire, that's passion, you need davening. The whole Indian of davening is modeled after Karbonus. The carbon was brought by the Kohen Gadol. Avshi Indian Torah. And therefore says the Rebbe, even though Torah, Shemurum is ben which is obviously connected to the Menorah, Shaykh Moshe, it's connected to Moshe. Hinei Kadesh or. But if you want the Torah to be on fire, to be passionate, you need to preface it with davening. And who's davening? Havedis Hatvila, Havedis Shlaren. Tefillah is Aaron. Because what's the whole Indian of what's their job? The Gemara says, the Zayah writes that Moshe Rabbeinu is called Shushbina de Malka and Aaron is Shushbina de Matranisa. The people who walk the Chasan Kala down the aisle are called the Shushbinim. So the Zayah writes that Moshe and Aaron are escorting Hashem and Klal Yisrael down that aisle. But Moshe is Shushbina de Malka. Moshe Rabbeinu escorts Hashem that he brings God down to earth, that he's bringing Hashem's Chachma down to the world, that Moshe Rabbeinu's job and role is to bring the king to the, to the cow. But Aaron HaKoyen, Yishushbina de Matranisa, he walks Klal Yisrael down. See, Aaron is that leader that's with the people. Aaron's that leader who sees what the people don't have and helps them try to search for it. Moshe Rabbeinu's focus, it's not that his focus wasn't on Klal Yisrael, of course he was the Raya Nehman, but Moshe Rabbeinu's Avoidah was to bring heaven down to earth. Aaron's Avoidah was to bring earth up to heaven through davening. Moshe is Torah, and Aaron is Tefillah. So he says, Aaron Akoyin, who's davening, Shushbina de Matranisa, that Aaron Akoyin is the one who escorts the Kala. That he brings Klai Yisrael from earth to heaven. And that was different than Moshe, who Shushbina the Malka. That his avoida was Shepoil Inyan Hamshacha Milmailamata. The Moshe Rabbeinu escorts the king, and Aaron escorts the queen. The Moshe Rabbeinu escorts Hashem and brings Hashem's Torah down to the world. 
and Aaron brings Klal Yisrael up to heaven through davening. And therefore, Aaron Akoyan is the one who's commanded to light the menorah, because the menorah might have been Moshe Rabbeinu, which is Torah, but to light it, you need Aaron. It says the Rebbe, that's the Avoid of all of us. Everyone, every Jew has a chilek of Aaron Akoyan, which is a chilek of davening. Now don't forget, the one who commanded Aaron to light the menorah was Moshe. Because you need Moshe. But you need Aaron as well. It's a tremendously important message. And that is to not just learn. To not just have people in yeshiva learning. You have to daven. You can't have ego when you learn. You have to have humility when you learn. And you put those things together, then you have a menorah which is lit. That's the Avoidah. To light our menorahs, to keep spreading that R, and that's chos. We'll be zayicha to spread enough R. Kadosh Baruch will send the gula. Meet us here, be